Erica Spera. Hey, what's up, everybody? How's it going? Thanks for having me. Of course. Old roomie, longtime <laughs> friend. <laughs> yeah, old roomie that still is stuck in New York in the tiny rooms. <laughs> Unfortunate. I miss I miss the apartment we had so much right now. It was now. a nice apartment. It really was. And I and it's so funny that it was like, I could get a better deal. Right. How dumb we were. Yeah, just to thinking about that we found a place like that in New York for that cost was just unbelievable. Oh yeah. I mean yeah. the dream is to be like Paul and fall in love and get your own apartment with <laughs> with the love of your life. Like that's the dream. Sure. You know, but man, to really live with people that you actually like and enjoy hanging out with so much and have a legitimate family area is beautiful yeah our living room area was massive and our kitchen was beautiful it was it was what a time it was a house dude we found yeah. a house yeah yeah and then we a just house like in this city moved upstairs the same floor plan but then yeah. paul got a room <laughs> beautiful um, i honestly was thinking about that the other day i'm like i might call our old landlord to be like what else do you own what's what's open right now what I do you think- got going on I think he owned a lot of that block. Yeah, he owned the giant building right across from us, and we had no idea. <laughs> like a full giant building. And I'm like, oh, I thought this guy just owned like two houses. Yeah. Like, and he was like way too chill for owning so many properties. Yeah, you would never know. And yeah. that's why we never got robbed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he was just like, and we're like, yeah. oh, okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> That was his answer to everything. Just, but then he would fix it. You're like, all yeah. right, thanks, man. Never sure if he understood. And then it got done. Yeah. I still to this day want to believe that he totally knows how to communicate like a regular person. Mm-hmm. And he just chooses to just go. Oh, 100%. So then people, you know, that's what he does him. to his wife. he's like yeah 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 just yes them yeah and but then when he's at with the boys you know when like old dudes go to mcdonald's in the morning like i bet he can sling some shit just like for sure him and all the other greek landlords that pretend they don't speak english to us (laughs) just all sit down having a coffee having a good time (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then we walk by and they'll just change it to Greek so that you're like, oh, they speak Greek. It's English. They can't speak. It's, it's like, no, they can. But he wasn't even speaking another language to us. He was just, he was talking like no. the Sims. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's my new landlord does the same. And I'm like, do you know, do you know my old landlord, John? Are you guys friends? <laughs> they have to be. Man. So what's up? What's new? Have you been? How's New York during all this? I mean, New York, it has been pretty chill the whole time because I think everyone's just like, yeah, we're in New York and we'll get through it, whatever. Or yeah. the real New Yorkers are actually kind of ecstatic about this whole thing, which sounds insane, right? Because everyone has lost money, right? you know, but they are so pumped that so many non-New Yorkers are just bouncing. Oh, They're like, yeah, leave. They're like, leave. It's going to get bad. You can't handle old New York. And I'm like, <laughs> the grocery stores are still stocked. Everybody's still being really nice to me. Uh, you know, 
I'm here. I'm doing okay, you know. <laughs> but I get it. They're basically like, this is gonna be like real New York before Giuliani cleaned up the city. You see, you'll see, you'll see. Oh my <laughs> god. Like, so other than that, pretty chill. That's so long ago. <laughs> I know, but that's like that's what everybody says. They're like Giuliani came in. He made the cops really work. Cleaned well, up the city. And then just like. So what you're saying is like porno theaters are going to fill up Times Square? Like what yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Like the beginning of Giuliani would be like no matter where you were there would be people like begging near your car, especially right. like the tunnels and the bridges when you would come into the city and be leaving. Like it basically was a place like people didn't look at New York like let's drive into the city and go get brunch. Like that didn't <laughs> exist. Yeah, it was like, like you go there cuz you have a purpose. Yeah. Or like if you're going to see a show, you go to the theater, you see the show, and then you get the fuck home. You know, man. I mean, that's the, that's what it kind of feels like living there, though. Like you leave your house to go to a thing, leave, <laughs> go home if you have to, if you can. That's what it feels like when you don't have money in New York. That's exactly yeah, what it yeah, feels yeah. like. Yeah. Like, what are the activities I can afford today? Yeah. On my, you can spend fifty dollars a day budget. Yeah, more often than not, your apartment's really just like a storage locker. Like it, it's yeah. where you sleep and store stuff, but you're never there. Yeah, and now that you have to actually live in your apartment, even the rich people, like I <laughs> work for these people that they own a penthouse, and even they're like going crazy in their apartment. Yeah, no and I'm sitting there like, there. I would live here in a heartbeat <laughs> for how I've been living. Want to trade? Yeah, I'm like, I would gladly, <laughs> gladly just be your servant and live here. <laughs> like, I get my own bathroom? Are you crazy? Sign me up. Yeah, I have my own bathroom here, and I love it. That's unreal to me. That's the dream. You know? it, it's pretty cool. It's pretty, pretty cool. It makes finding yeah, like, a new apartment hard, but because now it's a requirement. It's not a nice to have anymore. It's a requirement. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's what you should not do. When you browse the internet for other towns and what you can have for rent is painful. Yeah. It's truly just painful. And like, even for me to do that in LA, what I could afford in the same budget as New York is painful. <laughs> Especially now when it's like, I'm not going anywhere. I don't have to factor in Ubers or anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like just the literal space I'm in. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'll go on like Zillow and just like look at houses out here in LA, see how much they cost, and then put that price range in from where like back home in Pennsylvania. And it's like, oh, yeah, you could get this like converted barn with 15 acres and it's all beautiful and updated and there's a pool and there's, you know, it's like, it's nuts. Out here, you get just like a thousand square foot thing for like a million and a half. Mm -hmm. I mean, nuts. The bright side of this is like, it really makes you realize, like, one, the people you value. That's for sure. Yeah. Like, if you have not heard from someone by what month five of this, (laughs) that's not a friend. It's not, you don't even get like an Instagram story reply, nothing like zero from yeah. a person. Yeah. Like they clearly are not a friend in your life. 
that if anything, that's going to be the number one thing that irks me about the comedy community when I'm back out and then seeing like people doing this like fake, oh my God, hey. And I'm like, you're not friends. You didn't talk for five months. You're not friends. Everybody stop being fake. There's a virus. We do not talk to people. We do not need to talk to anymore. You know? Someone comes up to you and you're just like, eh, didn't hear from you. Goodbye. That's my fucking dream to do that to somebody. And now you can. I'm at the point in my life, like just the past like couple of years, that I already before this pandemic noticed a handful of people in my life that I was like, yeah, you just take like... I never hear from you or you never like you're, you're really not offering anything to Damn. a friendship. Like if this was a bank account, you're you're just taking out money. You are never depositing anything into this bank account. Right. But I'm at the point with people that I just don't care. I didn't care before this. You think I'm going to care after that? <laughs> the minute any of those people ask me for anything, I'm going to straight up look at them and just go, you know, what's funny. I only hear from you when you need something from me. Because that's very honest, and it's like, what can you say to that? Yeah. You, I, Especially right after you ask something. Your brain's like, no, we... And it's like, no, look at our last messages. You asking, you asking, you asking. Damn. So everyone you know? out here who <laughs> pretends to be Erica's friend, who's probably not listening to this, if we're being honest, <laughs> or they do just to say, oh, yeah, Erica, I heard you on the thing. Good job. But uh, yeah. could we like mm-hmm. do this thing? Like, you have a car, right? And yeah. then, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, they're gonna be like, Erica, I heard you on that podcast. Uh, that's like a huge podcast. Like, can you hook me up? I- I'd love to do it. And I'll be like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send a note to Tom. I ain't saying shit to Tom. Well, I mean, I'm gonna go, Tom, this snake. <laughs> 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 like, I'm over it. You know. I'm glad you recognize that this is already a huge podcast. With it's huge. <laughs> I keep, I think in every single one I've done so far, I referred to my millions of listeners. So mm-hmm. it's kind of the secret. You have to like just put it out there. and Yeah, the fans are listening. But uh, please send them over. <laughs> I don't want to have to ask people to do this shit. <laughs> I mean, you really you really want your DMs flooding? Post anything comedy related. Like, I'm looking for comedians for it could be anything. It could be I'm moving and I'm looking to pay some comedians to help me. There will be people hitting you up. Yeah. No matter what it is. They'll Very be like, true. is there a photographer there while we move? I just have to know. <laughs> that is the sad world we live in. So maybe I'll I'll change one of the the later advice segment to just be okay. So Erica, can you tell people how to just send me money, and then they can appear on it, or they can just support me financially because mm-hmm. I love it. Honestly, if you have a huge podcast <laughs> and there's someone that keeps bothering you to be on it, you should put a dollar amount. Be like, you can be on the podcast for this as much money because that's how much a sponsor oh costs. Oh my god. People would pay it. They would. Yeah, but then then it feels like an open mic that charges $5 and you have to have a drink to do it. Well, well, the point is you make the amount so high they probably can't pay it. That's the point. (laughs) (laughs) Where you're like, listen, um, when people ask me, they got to pay to come on. So because it's going to take me extra work to make this interesting. (laughs) So hopefully anyone who wants to do the show that I don't want to do it, that I would charge, is already not listening. 
they they're just aware <laughs> of its existence and then they're like hey can i do it can i do it they won't know you told me to charge them a hundred dollars no they won't that's my advice to anybody i love you know it. what i mean people people often put pressure on you do favors for them and it's like if they've never done anything for you like it's one thing a one-time favor because you have a good faith maybe it's a new friend but those people that just like keep coming around asking it happens pretty quickly because they're numb to the fact that they're very useless and don't offer anybody anything <laughs> like that and then also someone that will ask you to do something and it's very clear they've done zero research themselves mm. where you're like you didn't even try to look up this information yeah well it's sort that of like when me... parents ask you a question they could have googled yeah when anybody does or do they ask you to look it up <laughs> yeah erica can right. you find out this and it's like you're in oh, front of your computer dude like what uh, yeah the worst is they're like i think you just asked siri they go siri find the nearest ice cream place <laughs> or they're like siri where can i get batteries mm-hmm. siri's like at any store and then they're like she's supposed to tell me exactly where it's like it's it's a very vague question. <laughs> but in terms of like, you know, someone's like, can you help me with this thing? And there's people you're like, you, I think you just always ask people for help. And I'm the opposite. I'm so bad at asking for help that sometimes it hurts me. Aww. But like, and then I look at these other help people that ask all the time. And I'm like, I hate that people will just do stuff for you. You know? Yeah. Well, you got to ask. And that's why I'm charging you $100 to be on tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I brought it up. You're like, pay up. <laughs> and interest for every day until I post it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so I actually have you on here to talk to me about this pretty hard stance you have. And my thousands of millions of fans and listeners, and subscribers, and everyone who's rated five stars. You know, all of them. Forced gang. Yeah, all <laughs> That's the first <laughs> attempt at a nickname for the fans. Uh, I think it beats arm cherries from an arm armchair expert. Okay. So I'm going up against Dax right now. Two all sober right. boy podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so Erica, Erica Spera, over the years, you've been very vocal about the ice bucket challenge and how it should have been avoided. So what steps do you think we should have taken and how do we stop it from happening again? Oh, boy. I mean, with any of these challenges that Mm -hmm. circle the world, it starts with you. Hmm. You know what I mean? And I'll admit this. I was part of the ice bucket challenge problem. Oh, no. I did do the challenge. I did not like it. I did not want to do it. But I felt the social media pressure that we all feel. Hmm. And then during quarantine, new challenge was out, push-up challenge. Someone tagged me in some post like, oh, do the push-up challenge and tag more people. And you know what I did? Nothing. And you know what happened to me? nothing and nobody cared (laughs) see i didn't even hear of the push-up challenge i mean with all these things it's like you know people just try to guilt you to do stuff 
and the ice bucket challenge. I mean, but why? Yeah. Where does this come from? Like deep down, how does this start? Why would someone want to tag another person to challenge them to do any of this? That's a good question, Tom. I feel like with a lot of things in life, it's like, well, I had to do this, so you have to do it. And that's the part of problem with ice bucket challenges is it's like there's rules my parents had. Like, I'm almost 30, but if I had a boyfriend and we went to my parents' house, we would not be allowed to share a bed. Want to know why? Because my parents weren't allowed. And they're like, that's how it works. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. So I feel like that's that's kind of similar with these challenges. Someone does it. And then they're like, not only like, I had to do it, so you have to do it. They're also like, by the way, this was for autism, so I'm a good person. And if you want to be a good person, you have to dump ice on your head. Which realistically, anybody <laughs> that works for any autistic charity is like, you could just write us a check. We would gladly accept money instead of these videos that are truly not helping anyone. And if anything, are hurting the autistic children. Okay, so I'm about to admit something. I actually don't know what ALS stands for. Oh, did I fuck this up? Is it not? I, I have no idea. Wait, is the Ice Bucket Challenge for ALS or autism? I think it's ALS. But because oh, that of is. the A and you said autism, I didn't know. Not, that is. I am incorrect. <laughs> I know what ALS is too, but I thought it was an autistic challenge. <laughs> Now, that guess my opinion has changed. The ice bucket is great for ALS awareness because you lose feeling in your body similar to dumping ice on yourself. And now the challenge makes sense. I think I might be All right, crying. now it makes sense. Oh, boy. Yep, uh, ALS is a little similar to, like, uh, MS, multiple sclerosis, that, uh, yeah, you, like, slowly lose you slowly lose your, like, mobility and everything. So, similar to being frozen. So now, the ice bucket challenge makes sense. And I'm not allowed, I don't know if I'm allowed to retract the opinion I had before, but as you can see, if it was for autism, I don't know how that's helping anybody. <laughs> but if you want the truth, a lot of things that are, like, we're doing this for to raise awareness. I don't I don't really feel like it raises awareness. I think it just makes people feel good. Yeah. Like when like breast cancer is a big one. They're like, we're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna have a pink ribbon on our jerseys for the games this week because we're raising awareness. And like I said before, I do stand by this. With all these challenges and things like that, it'd be one thing. It should be like, hey, if you want to participate in this challenge and post something about yourself on social media, like a selfie or a video of you doing something to be a part of the trend, you got to pay up. Okay. It should be like okay. a $5 fee. Money on the mind. Eric Espera. Right. Like, it's almost like, oh, do you really want to raise awareness that badly? You got you to pay some money to be a spokesperson. We got a pyramid scheme. These awareness videos. Or, like, what if we all just contributed to, like, a commercial? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> so donate to ALS and autism, everybody. Uh, all right. Well, I think, honestly, this is the, the first time we've had a shift once put <laughs> under pressure. <laughs> so, you know what? I'm going to open this up. You've been kind of in the gray zone on this subject okay and so 
Uh, I just kind of wanted to clear the air. I wanted everyone to find out a definitive answer. Which of these two men do you believe is the ultimate alpha male? And why are you devoting your life to them? Mark Zuckerberg or Lin-Manuel Miranda? Which one is the ultimate alpha male? And why are you devoting your life to them? I mean, listen, a lot of us don't like him. And he gets a lot of flack. Uh, But I got to go with Mark Zuckerberg on that one. Ultimate alpha. I'm going to say ultimate alpha. Well, I think for both of these men, we're not considering their bodies. Okay. (laughs) Like, Like when you originally said ultimate alpha, right? Your brain's like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. Well, I mean, big announcement. He just bought the XFL. But continue. Anyway, I feel like Mark Zuckerberg truly has the most control over people. And that's essentially a very alpha quality. Interesting. Okay. Like Facebook bought Instagram. So even people like you and me that were like, we're not really on Facebook. Like who cares, Mark Zuckerberg? It's like, mm, no, well, they own Instagram and that's where I'm on. Yep. And and he'll probably be the next person to invent a TikTok replacement because TikTok might be gone. And I'm Very not going to be surprised if Zuckerberg is also as the new master or basically they're probably waiting on TikTok to get taken away. And then they're just going to add all the TikTok features right into Instagram. They're going to be like, guess what? You're not going anywhere. You're staying on my app. So essentially, he has the most control over the most people. That that's the number one reason I see him as alpha. Okay, and you couldn't say that about like Lin Manuel, where it's just general fandom. A rap play, that's not alpha enough for you. I mean, <laughs> here's the thing: we haven't. It hasn't been proven yet. You know. Gotcha. As, as much as it's like the best play to emerge in a very long time, it's like you got to see how long the run is on Broadway. But also, if Lynn, I'm going to screw up his name, Lynn Manuel Miranda Manuel dies, Manuel, sorry, Lynn Manuel Miranda died tomorrow, I think as a whole it would have less of an effect on people or less changes in our lives personally than if Zuckerberg died tomorrow. Okay. Okay. So that's why I'm going Zuckerberg. Like, we don't realize how much he's integrated with so many things that we interact with on a daily basis. All right. And then... And all the info Zuckerberg has on us just through our apps is insane. Okay. You know, I thought this would have been harder to get you to give me a straight answer on. So now, (laughs) with Zuckerberg, you kind of go above and beyond with devoting yourself to him as the ultimate alpha male. What kind of things do you do? Do you have like a shrine, uh, a mailing list, a fan club? Like what? what's going on over there? I mean, I'm not the type, as you can see by my room, not big on decor in general. Okay. And like we said before, I don't have the space. I don't have the space to make a shrine to anybody, even the great Mark Zuckerberg. So, I mean, truly, all I can do is watch any interview he ever does, any speech he ever gives, especially he's so hated by people. And the more people hate, it's just like the more I love him, you know, uh, okay. the more I'm like, you don't understand him the sort way of, I understand him. Gotcha. Sort of like the the bad boy element. Yeah. He's the bad boy of the tech world. I mean, have you watched Social Network? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I, I'm, I, I mean, that. social network is what turned me on to Zuckerberg. I was like, look at this badass nerd in these meetings. Damn. All right. Basically being like, I'm going to like, he's going to tear these people down and fight them tooth and nail, but also tear down their entire soul and masculinity so quickly. He's so sharp of the knife and sharp of the tongue that I'm just like, man, that guy has the power to tear people down, even on a personal level, let alone like having actual information on people that he does now. All right. And then so like there's nothing like a guy that can stand up for himself, you know? Right. I haven't seen I haven't seen Manuel Miranda be in those types of situations yet. So I don't I don't know how he would play it. Gotcha. But there's something hot when, you know, listen, he's not my man, but I pretend he's my man in my head. But there's something hot about your man like sticking up for himself and fighting like that. Cause you're like, yeah, he'd stick up for me. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Now, let's just say you were ever in the same room, the opportunity to meet Mark Zuckerberg in the flesh. Okay. What do you think you would say? How do you think you'd react? Would you cry? Like, what What do you think would happen? Um, I wouldn't cry. I would definitely be a little frozen at first. Right, naturally. Are you asking what do I think I would say or what Zuckerberg would say? Ooh, both now. I would probably nervously pick him up physically. <laughs> knowing myself, because also he's so alpha, right? I'm pretty sure he's shorter than me. And I'm I'm like a six footer, right? Yeah. That you know alphas when they go to hug, they always go for the top hug. Oh yeah. Even yeah, when yeah. it's like very clear I'm not the top. Like we could go halfway, but people men often go for the top no matter how short they are, right? So I'm already I'm already on the bottom and I'm already crouched down. And I I think he might like it. I might challenge his alphaness a little bit, but I think he might like it. Okay. And then you, know you know just I mean? hoist that boy up. That I would just I would pick up. him up out of pure excitement and adrenaline. I know myself. I would probably pick him up, and I don't I don't know. Not that that would be my ideal plan of what happens, but right. we want the real. What's probably going to happen? He's going to go top hug. He's going to be a top hug guy, and I will pick him up. Man, you've really thought about this, and I really appreciate you sharing your deep dive thoughts into the subject. Well, you know, I mean, I'm sure he has so many women after him that I'm like, I got to I got to zig with everyone's eggs, you know, absolutely. And how many of those girls, how many of those girls are going to pick up Mark Zuckerberg, literally pick him up? Honestly, you better get to it soon, because one of my millions of female listeners will probably try it. They might. Honestly, I got to get back to L.A. I mean, San Fran, wherever he is, he definitely owns a boat. Who knows? I think he owns like half of Hawaii or some shit now. <laughs> <laughs> he owns everything. Honestly, if anyone has the opportunity to hoist Mark Zuckerberg, please send a picture. Send it to us. We will retweet it. We will share it. Just make sure you tag us. It'll be a great day for us, you, and the world. Everyone needs this. All right, Erica. So... I wanted to ask your advice. Okay. One of my listeners may be in this predicament at this moment. You, of all people, I think would be the best person to give your input on this. Because, uh, you know, you're a funny comic. You're a, basically a pro basketball player, in my mind. Um, <laughs> Hell you, got, yeah. you were pretty successful. Poor woman. <laughs> no, but you... 
I mean, you know more about the sport than anyone I know. True. Very true. Um, I know more than Zuckerberg. That's for sure. Yeah. You could teach Zuckerberg some b-ball. Yeah. Call me. <laughs> I'm sure he will immediately after this because he's listening to us record it. So very funny. Basically a pro basketball player. You're tall. Good hang. Good roommate. Overall, nice person. Connected. Thank you. Sweet. It, it, it's it's you're a great combo and it's really awesome this is why i think you'd be best what advice would you have for someone who is an up-and-coming eskimo is there a specific area they're gonna be an eskimo cold where they like gonna be a traveling eskimo but just stay in the cold climates yeah you i know, randomly know some facts about alaska that's why i'm asking are they going to alaska eskimo or just Let's do both general and Alaska. All right. Well, if you're going to be an Eskimo, my advice right now, since we're recording this in summer, I don't know when this releases, but if it's currently summer, wherever you are in the world, you should do as much outdoor in the sun time as you can that you get sick of it. They're like, I'm tired of being hot and sweaty all the time to fully prepare yourself to embrace the Eskimo lifestyle and love it. Because you will be depressed in the cold. <laughs> you will be a little depressed. Okay, it happens. It's fine. But you should you should just you should enjoy your swimsuits before you throw them out. You know what I mean? Fully right. get your use out of them. That's my advice number one. Advice number two: If you're going to Alaska, they're very big on salmon. Okay. So if you don't like salmon, you better learn to like salmon. They literally have five different types of salmon. Do they? It's a whole system. One's called like King, Pink, uh, Other Three. <laughs> Other Three. <laughs> you name it. I'll think of them later. Sockeye. That's one. All right. I got three of them. This, they'll show you on your hand. Anyway, um, <laughs> got to get into salmon. <laughs> You're going to go to Alaska. Also, if you have any friends that live in Texas, when you get to Alaska, the first thing you should do is call all of them and tell them that you live in the biggest state there is. And Texas mm. is not because Alaska yeah. truly is. Everything's bigger in Alaska. Obviously, the general things you need to get a good coat, you need to get used to having daylight for most of the time sometimes and darkness for most of the time, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, I definitely say bring some Vaseline. You're going to be chapped up there. Oh, real chapped. Yeah. You have to invest some Vaseline or Vermont bag bombs, what I recommend, but you're going to want to put that shit all over your body. Interesting. Even yeah. when you're wearing your jackets that you've put together, specifically uh, your whole facial region, any skin that is showing in the cold, you want to lather some type of Vaseline all over it to protect it. Interesting. I, I've never lived that far north, but I've lived uh, basically near Canada. And so I learned, learned a couple of things. Now, would you say there's a difference between an American Eskimo and a Canadian Eskimo? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Canadian Eskimos are going to have uh, free health care. So <laughs> they're definitely going to be better hunters than you because they don't really have to worry about the after effects. They will get taken care of where you will not. And, you know, not only do they have health care and you don't, but they're going to be way nicer than you. You know what mm. I mean? You got to be careful about that. Right. Okay. They're all nice on the surface, but we don't know about the inside. So it's a good thing to look out for. The Canadian Eskimos will be passive aggressive. Wow. 
And if you hurt them, they will bounce back and be debt free. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Are there any um, tips on, you know, creating supplies like building bricks for your igloos or oh, bring a recycling bin. Those yellow square recycling bins are the perfect, perfect size for igloo building. Pack that in. Almost sandcastle it for your first one. Yeah, that's great. I did that in upstate New York, and it came out pretty well. Um, granted, I'm sure it's not the best method, but I definitely would pack one or get one shipped to you somehow, some way. This is amazing. Then what what are some like day-to-day things that they would need to take care of to excel at being an Eskimo? Look, I hate to say it fashion-wise, but you probably want some real fur to keep you warm. Mm, yeah. I know everything's pretty anti-fur because I, I agree we shouldn't mass mass kill if we don't have to. But like Eskimo, you're going to have to. You might even have to hunt for it yourself, actually, to get some fur. But yeah, in terms of gear, it's like you got you to gotta get the warmest stuff you can find, especially before we stop trading with China because that's where everything comes from. <laughs> so right now, if, if somewhere you are, a good time to buy some type of winter gear. But definitely like the winter boots, gloves. Uh, I mean, honestly, I would try to find a life partner and convince them to be an Eskimo with you because then you have body heat at night as well. Mm, buddy system. Yeah, buddy system. But it'd be, it'd be even warmer if you have another person in the sleeping bag. <laughs> Daily things, I don't, I don't know too much. You know, I'm not an Eskimo myself, but I just have lived in the cold. So I tried to give as much cold tips as I got. That's amazing. Thank you. I, I, I can already hear all my lovely subscribers typing away at their keyboards saying how wonderful Erica Spare was and how much she helped them. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm really glad you came on to talk long form <laughs> about some of those issues. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. And now we all know Mark Zuckerberg official ultimate alpha male unfortunately but he is all five seven of them hey thanks for listening if you like this episode please rate review and subscribe in the episode description you can find links to follow me today's guest and force opinions on social for updates clips and graphics based on the episodes follow forced opinions podcast on instagram and while you're there please feel free to DM ideas for me to use in future episodes. I'm excited to see what you all submit.